yeah, well, we got a lot to discuss. A lot to unpack. A lot to unpack. A lot of things to uh, get into here. Even though this show should still be short. It's going to be short. Yeah, because uh-huh. we, we don't have that much time. Anybody got time for that? We don't have that much time. Uh, but anyway, I'm glad you guys are here. Let's hit that music off. I need a DJ scratch sound. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you just do that. Uh, anyway. We'll find you some buttons. I'm lazy. I, I, as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to go ahead and do what I was planning on doing. Hopefully, they'll, hopefully they'll hear, the, hear this and, like, be like, yeah, we want to sponsor you now. But audio books are coming for y'all because I've been t- I told you that year, months ago that it's still, a, it's still in my reminders. Sign up for audio books. That's terrible. I mean, for story blocks audio. Invest in story block story blocks audio. So it's just like a, a website where you get you you get some subscriptions, of course, but you uh play all types of sounds, all types of sounds, just from the touch of a thing. So I would hook up my computer to the mixer, and we would be anyway. I'm talking too much. Anyway, uh, so too much producer we're talk. Gonna, we're gonna do but, this. Yeah. slightly different. This is only one show. Start off by you know just giving any thoughts that you have, and then we'll do a deep dive. Any thoughts on the, yeah, like overall opinions of the show. What were your favorite segments? What were your not favorite segments? I don't I don't have all of that off the top of my head. That's why we go segment by segment. But I will tell you that uh the show was what it was. It was cool. It was uh obviously just a precursor. Uh nothing really uh just a continuation of angles that have already uh begun. Uh nothing really groundbreaking or, you know, earth shattering that happened on this show. Uh, other than maybe the the end result of the main event, which we'll get into. So, uh, yeah, uh, my takeaways from the show was it was a solid show. Uh, kind of maybe if you want to be, uh, if you want to go into like ratings war mode, uh, you can be picky and be like, they probably missed an opportunity. But I can't say that because it's a go home show. So they did, they accomplished what they needed to go do, which was get us ready for what's to come Saturday. And uh, so I think they did a good job of highlighting uh at least from what I know of the card, unless something will be added in the next few days. Uh, it seems like they did a good job of pretty much promoting what's going to be there. Agreed. Agreed. Um, oh yeah. By the way, I'm also very interested in this ladder match uh, in the dome. I do want to see, uh, I haven't like, they've been doing ladder matches in the performance center and it's cool and all, but you don't have as much space. So with five guys now, and you got like more of a, more space. Maybe you get a little bit more variety in spots. Who knows? Uh, but I, I'm not saying they needed it because, like I said, one my one of my favorite ladder matches I've seen this year, of course, but also just in general in a while was in the performance center with Kofi and the Usos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, uh, and uh, hold on, who else? It was another team that match, right? It wasn't just them two. They the John only two Morrison. teams I remember. Okay, yeah, Miz and Morrison was also. Sorry, see, I knew it was somebody else. I didn't want to just say it was another Usos. I knew it wasn't just an Usos New Day match. They've done that match in every stipulation possible <laughs> by now. Okay, uh, but yeah, that's what that's my takeaway. So, all right, um, you just you just dabbled on. I I have I have one concern, but we'll get to that when the match gets there. Um, you've dabbled on talking about the um, NXT in uh, in a North American title ladder match. Mm-hmm. We had two qualifiers. Um, one was originally just for that remaining fifth seed, and then one um, opened up because Dexter Loomis was injured. So the first match it was Johnny Gargano versus Rich Holland. 
know you said you like his music, but it shocked me. I don't, I don't feel like I've ever heard it. Like, it oh. reminded me of Magic Dragon. I'm not yeah. saying it's a good song. Yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad. I didn't really listen to it in depth. It just I like I like that tone switch. It switches like it starts off a certain way, then it switches into like an Imagine Dragon Dragon mm-hmm. song. So it's funny to me. That's all. Uh, Rich Holland lost um, through some nefarious which surprised mix. which surprised me by the way. Uh, not that it was not the way it was done, but just the fact that Johnny won in general. But uh, it's takeover. They literally call him Johnny Takeover. He can't miss. So, of course, he's going to be there, right? But the point I wanted to make about this match is that Rich Holland is uh, just so good. Like, he does things that, uh, as a, like, such, he's such a great, like, power wrestler. They insane. compared him to Rick Steiner? Yeah, and I, I get the compare. If you know, if you watch Rick in the ring, I get that yeah. comparison. And, like, the body build, I get it. Uh, you know, uh, and Rick is Rick is kind of underrated. You know, he goes uh, uh, overlooked because of the the uh, the character that his brother was, mm-hmm. and Rick wasn't that strong of a character. No, but he uh, could get it done. But in the, in the ring. ring, he was pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. I enjoy. I trust me, I'm somebody who watched a lot of WWE Network over the years, uh, catching up on like the, the WCW days and why it was so good to people. It's been six years. You see that we've been. That's exactly. You just realized it, right? So. Uh, you know, so I got the network the weekend I think it became available. Like yeah. WrestleMania 30, I watched. I watched The Undertaker lose and was very, very un- unhappy about that. But very, very happy when Daniel Bryan won. But <laughs> that's how they get you. That's how they get you, right? That's how they. That's how they do you, do it. You know. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I definitely had enough, more than enough time to watch a lot of those old matches. So I understand the comparison to Rick Steiner, but. Uh, Nasty bump uh, on a power slam, it looked like, or some type of slam. Well, he just dropped Johnny right on his head. I think you told us about that in a rumor mm-hmm. that he got hurt or that possibly hurt at a take, you know, takeover, but they think he's fine. I don't know how he's fine. I'm ha- I'm, I am hope they gave him a concussion test after they, that. They and, shook it off. And I hope they didn't just do the old school wrestling thing of like, ah, you yeah. good. Yeah, you good. Or can you, you know. How many fingers I'm holding? <laughs> that's it. Right. Yeah, that's the only test. They're not even gonna go see. They're not gonna try to get scans down the road. Or but anyway, uh, Gargano survived. He finished the match. Uh, Candice LeRae with the aid. So yeah, uh, good match. Was it a roll up? Was it the? Uh, no, it wasn't. He hit the final heart before he did. It wasn't a roll up. If it was a roll up, he still hit his finisher before. But I don't know. I don't think it was a roll up. Okay, cool. Cause it, I just, I just know that it was pinfall, low blow, not in that order, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candice LeRae, I think, is the one who did the low blow. No, she distracted. She distracted. She distracted, and Johnny did the low blow. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Gotcha. I know Candace had something to do with the finish. That's all I was trying to remember. All right. Um, but it was a final uh, heart, uh, final beat. I think is what he calls that DDT. That's. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get that uh, wording right. All right. So then we got build for the women's title. Uh, match Dakota Kai took on Jessica Maya. I know you thought Jessica Maya might be in uh, uh, a lot of people on Twitter were accusing her of being because they saw the pink highlights hanging out of her uh whole you know cover up. Mm-hmm. So they the, the pink or purple, I think the purple, the purple highlights that she has. And if you go on Instagram not too long ago, uh, if you go on Jessica Maya's Instagram, I think they got her showing off her new highlights. So a lot of people was accusing her, and she could have been, but that's the that's the beauty of the match. It's a lot of people that could have been under there now in the last. Mm-hmm. We've we've noticed the bodies have changed. Oh yeah, a couple of times. Ethnicities have changed. At first, too. yeah. How, how many? At first, when they first did it out, the it thing all, outside, it, it I didn't see any black people. 
And then when they start, you know, tearing up things, I saw more black people. Also, I'm confused on how many members it is. I could have swore at one point I seen more than just the four or five that we saw the first time. So I don't know. I guess that's part of it, you know. But anyway, uh, so yeah, she could have been, but she's uh, in it. Triple H is like, well, they, you know, let's let's throw a little. Maybe she still is, but let's just throw a little monkey wrench in that theory by booking her tonight. Uh, but anyway, it was uh, it was it was a good match, short match, but it was also de- determined from the beginning. We knew that the number one contender would not be taking an L to someone that we barely see regularly on NXT. Uh, you know. Other than in this capacity, which is you know putting over someone, but uh, it was it was still a, a pretty good match. And then I like what happened after the match, where uh, you know EO, you know I think I think Dakota did a promo. I think she, she did. said she did a, promo. a couple of things. Yeah, I don't I don't quite remember. I think oh yeah, she said she's gonna kick you over, over and over and over and over and over, which is cool because she is t- the captain of the team. Kick so of course, uh, EO runs out because you know I love how. Sometimes, you know, it just ain't about that talking back. I'm just going to jump on you because, you know, it ain't, what, what are we talking about? You said you're going to kick me over and over. Why don't you try it right now? Right, cool. I'm going to kick you. So they, they do their thing. You know, EO gets her fling. Uh, EO was beating her up so bad. Dakota was just like, ah, let me get out of here. And led her right into a boot from the returning. Raquel Gonzalez. We had been asking about her. We was trying to figure out what happened. Maybe it was an injury. Maybe it was a quarantine thing. Who knows what, what where she was, but she's back where she belongs in the corner of Dakota Kai. Uh, that's going to add an extra layer. I kind of wish they waited to present her to Saturday. Okay. I kind of wish because it would have made a better surprise or at least a more impactful surprise. I would have popped. Now I think she's still going to lose. If, oh, you, yeah. if, you, if you unveil her at TakeOver... Now you're putting doubt in my mind that EO's going to win, if you see what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And then EO overcomes, it looks better. That's all I'm saying. Right. If right. that's what's going to happen. Who knows what happens? We'll, we'll get into that later. Saturday. But, yeah, we will. But, uh, yeah, nice little precursor, nice little reminder that uh, Raquel is still a factor. And, like I said, that segment did its job, and I'm ready to see what happens Saturday. That's right. that's the goal of the go-home show, Raw. All right. We shut up. We legit got a rematch, I think, from last week. Um, Legardo Del... Ugh, I hate it's not really a rematch because uh, Isaiah wasn't in the match last week. Oh, he just ran down? Yeah, he just ran down. It, it was a six-man instead of a two-on-two? It, it was just a two-on-two, two and this was a six-man, yeah. All right, cool. El Legardo Del Fantasma versus Brizongo and Isaiah Sword Scott. This is setting up two matches. Um... Eligardo Del Fantasma is taking on Brizongo and Oni Lorcan and um, Danny Birch, correct? Am I saying his name right? Uh, Oni, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Okay, I was. Cool. I thought I was yeah. saying it wrong. L- Lorcan and Birch. They're uh, taking on them um, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, my bad, Saturday. Saturday, to determine the number one contender for the tag titles, which is dope. We get some fresh meat in there. Um, well, Imperium needs Imperium needs someone to fight. Exactly, and um, then we. I had been calling for Mendoza and uh, what's the other one? Wild. Joaquin. That's why I didn't. I, I didn't. I couldn't think of. Yeah, Joaquin Wild. Uh, I was. I was been asking for them to join the tag team ranks, and I'm glad they pulled the trigger. It'll be nice for the whole entire El Legado to be, belted, championed up. It'll be, it'll be a nice little. Little rub for those guys, but uh, are we are we getting into the match now? Nope. Or, no, we're not. Oh, we're getting to the actual six man match, not the 
Yes, the six man match. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh. Well, yeah. This match was another uh, pretty good match. I love the uh, the evenness. I like how Isaiah basically had the upper hand on uh Santos Escobar, and he actually would have had the match won. Probably they teased that that he could probably still pin him, but uh, he wasn't legal at the time. Tyler Breeze was so. The other two uh, members of El Legato drop kicked them at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, and then here comes Tyler Breeze, who's all alone, and they they handle uh, Santos Escobar handles that, gets the finish, they win, uh, and you know I was kind of I'm kind of not I don't know I don't know if they'll have them at like I don't know is that on the official card I don't think it is, it is? yeah okay cool so I'm happy I'm glad that that match is on the official. Uh, Talk card. I didn't get any clarification. Maybe Morrow mentioned it, and I just was uh, not really listening. Uh, that's possible too. But uh, all right. So I was worried that this match. No, they're not on the no, card. See, I'm that's what I thought. It. See, I didn't. He didn't mention it. So that's why I. That's my problem with this whole entire thing. It ended up being kind of for nothing because I was hoping they would include this cruiserweight title match or something uh, after the match to uh, keep it going. Because honestly, right now Elgardo just looked like. Uh, dudes who back up what they saying. They beat them. They beat everybody. They beat the Brizongo every time they fought them so far. Uh, they've uh, and now with that tag team victory, even though he still hasn't pinned Isaiah. So like I said, it's still a story there. But you know, again, we need to. Um, what's the next level? Where's the conflict? When does El Legato not get the upper hand? We need to uh, go. I guess watch. Um, what do you call it? Two o five live Friday. Um, or Thursday. I don't know when it airs, but whenever it airs. Because I've heard that Eligardo Del Fantasma are doing some some nefarious stuff over there. As they should be. As so. they should be. He is the Cruiserweight champion. And then maybe that's why, another thing, because I do have to account for the, all my 205 Live fans out there. Uh, I, I'm not, I haven't been watching, so maybe they've been doing a, even more building to that match for 205 Live, and maybe they want to save it for that. I don't know. Uh, I thought it still would have benefited from the house. I mean, they call it, they literally call it the NXT Cruiserweight title. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was wondering if they would like, you know, yeah, uh, have a spotlight for it on TakeOver. But that's fine. It, you know, it is what it is. I understand they like these TakeOvers concise. Maybe and, uh, it'll be on SummerSlam. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, I doubt no? it. Okay. I doubt it. Um, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee get into a spat. Um, They have a I wouldn't even say a spat. It's just like it looked like Adam Cole just got yelled at by Pat McAfee for like ten minutes a day. Adam Cole just told him he's gonna make you my bitch. That's pretty much that whole thing. He's gonna make him his bitch. I call that a spat. Pretty much the whole thing. Yeah, a, a lot a lot of uh yeah, a tiff. Yeah, that's tiff. exactly what it was a tiff. Uh a lot of using NFL players to to try to scare the undisputed area. Yeah, good luck with that. They're in a wrestling ring, not on a football field. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh Sad part is y'all probably got the same amount of damage. Uh, I don't know, man. Possibly a little more on the football side, and they padded. <laughs> That's the saddest. But anyway, uh, who knows, man? Uh, it's a lot. Trust me, I play high school football, and they compare linemen collisions, which they do every play, you guys, to car crashes. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Then we had Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, Shotzi Blackhot versus Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah. Aaliyah needs to get a last name. Do she? I'm just saying that because everybody else in this match had a last name. Okay, gotcha. 
She uh, Aaliyah need to get a lot. Like she, she need she to get to, some uh, some help. Yeah, some some some, some help. Some resist, she some, some resiliency. Uh, I ain't gonna say that because a lot of people lose the shots, but Aaliyah ain't won even with the manager. No, I'm talking about like <laughs> like a video game. You know how they I know what you're game. talking about. <laughs> I'm not talking, but I'm just saying she don't need she need more than that. Yeah, she she needs something. Uh, but hey, she she's very very good at uh you know doing her whole uh fancy slash I don't know it reminds me of Carmella but it's different. Like she's uh she's like a fashionista. She was I don't know what she is right now. The character her character has basically uh that was my issue with this match went away. But uh, the match was uh, pretty cool, you know, at, at moments and all of that. And uh, it, it was a little quick. By the way, Rhea Ripley, that power bomb onto the uh, – I know it probably was a crash pad, Mercedes. I get it. I'm pretty sure she's fine. But still, the just a power bomb outside over the over the barricade, yeah, that's pretty sick. They took the plexiglass – they took the plexiglass down. Or maybe they never had one back there for NXT. Because NXT not even in the performance. So they had full sale. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah, they never even had the plexiglass back there. Because usually when mm-hmm. Sasha does it, when she do her little power bomb to Oscar, she do it against the plexiglass. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Real Ripley, that was a nice, that was a very nice spot. I love how the baby faces prevailed and they came together. Nice feel-good uh, moment. I'm, again, though, kind of bummed out that this match, uh, either this tag match or... Even, but I ain't gonna lie. The way the tag match went, I'm kind. I don't, I don't want it on takeover. It wasn't. It wasn't gonna be competitive enough. But uh, you know, I really wish that they do the Mercedes and Rhea match at takeover. Yeah. A, a takeover without Rhea is really, really surprising me right now. When they have the capabilities of doing it, they can do another match on that card other than EO and Dakota. Kind of another women's match is what I'm trying they to say. They can. And that story is good enough. They're too. They're both badass enough to where you don't even need to build a hatred story for that. Just let them go. Let them go out there and be the first match and watch the tone that you can set. You they're gonna they'll go out there and do a great job. But anyway, uh, that's just my two cents of wanting. Uh, maybe uh, maybe I'm the problem, and I just want lo- everybody to have long shows like New Japan. But that's not really. It's just like you like New Japan does make you feel like oh yeah, everybody's involved. So it's mm-hmm. just like yeah, maybe I do want that out of other companies. And uh, it's different on the main roster. They got three hundred dudes. 200, 300 dudes and females, so it's hard to involve everyone without making an eight-hour show. But uh, NXT got less, but they make a point to where only the best of the best is going to get on these takeovers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a little something to that. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. Who knows? But they also try to save stuff. Another thing, I think they're saving stuff like that for Wednesdays when uh, AEW is writing back next door. That's true. That's, that's another true. thing I just thought. Same thing with the... Uh, Isaiah and Santos. Right. Saving those type of matches for uh the the Wednesday for the Reagans. War. Yeah. Um then we rounded off the show with the second qualifier match for the North American title ladder match. Um it was Finn Balor Finn Balor versus The Prince. Velveteen Dream. And it was a lot of I was talking about Finn, not Velveteen when I said that, by the way. I know. Didn't want to confuse anybody else out there thinking I was calling him the print. Um, <laughs> we had a lot of uh, thatchery at the end. 
Yeah, a lot of involvement. Uh, I don't know if that's the word, but I'm gonna use it. But it's a lot of uh, a lot of involvement. Pretty much the entire ladder match and Timothy Thatcher because I don't even think Timothy in the match. Is he He's in the not. match? He got yeah. I so Tim got pinned. Okay. Right? Uh, yeah, I think he did. Uh, I want to know. By the way, is Tim Thatcher uh, and Finn Balor going to be on the card for Saturday? No. They're saving everything for the for the ratings. Okay. So I'm just I'm just trying to make sure. Just making sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the match was what it was. Actually, the match was, uh, if you want to just take it on the basis of the match, the match was really good. Uh, you know, it was a little bit overbooked towards the end, you know, but I guess I kind of expect it because the way they book Finn, you know, if he's going to lose, it's probably going to be like that. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, I do, I, I, it's hard for me to talk about this without getting right into to the meat of the thing. I had to, uh. It's hard to stay focused on that match, knowing what we all uh, have seen. If if you've seen uh, what Velveteen has been accused of, if you've seen the uh, the, the the messages that that have been on Twitter uh, and everywhere, or it's probably anywhere you want to look, just go on the internet, you'll mm-hmm. find it. Uh, it's just hard to watch <laughs> uh, Velveteen knowing that, even with Triple H's statements about them looking into it and it being nothing there. Is you can't look at that and tell me there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Like say, tell me that these photos that everybody are looking at is phony, and you got proof that it's phony because of this and because of that. You know what I mean? Talk to us about this mm-hmm. because we're not stupid. Because yeah, people. No, it's not even just about being stupid. It's just like the imagery. You know, the imagery is out there. People can look at this message every day, repost it every day. Yes. These messages. And what I what I meant by saying we're not stupid, it's like we're not we're not in this box where the only thing that we consume is what you put on the TV. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not we're not uh you know mindless or just little kids who's who forgets because he was he you know he was out and he explained that him being out had nothing to do with this, which I I didn't really. Uh, think so but he did he oh he is right about VLT Jr. having a car accident we knew that uh either the week the week before him and Adam Cole fought in that match mm-hmm. they were talking about VLT Dream's accident so uh you know that's fine if that's if that's why he was off television it is what it is but you can't just expect to not acknowledge it and then it's just gonna go away fire hashtag fire VLT Dream was trending last night and for all the people who was tweeting that out and making that trend and wanting it to trend and wanting WWE to feel and see that, I 100% understand and uh, get it. You know, you can't read those messages. You can't hear about it and hear about the summer in the locker room not wanting him back or thinking, like we said the other day, that he should he, – he, a lot of others would be fired, but he's still here. I get that. I get it 100%. You know, uh, we talk, I brought up a great example with, uh, I think, Trent Seven. Uh, and Tyler Bate or whatever. They've kept Tyler Bate out of sight, out of mind. I'm not sure if he's released at all, but I think he was uh, not so – I just know his name was on the list of the Speak Out movement, even though I don't think it needed to be, or I don't think he was – I think he was a falsely accused name. It was – I'm not sure, it was, but uh, whatever it is. He just was on the list, and uh, I don't know. It was – he was he was all, he was was there by association, and also, like, he – yeah, yeah, I remember. He it did have something. He hit on a woman, but it didn't go. It anywhere. didn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Situation. So you had that, but they're keeping him, even though maybe it's a UK thing. Maybe it's because he's in the UK, and they're keeping him outside of my. To be fair to them, by the way, but uh, Trent Seven released out. Of, you know, just gone. A couple other people from uh, NXT UK gone. No explanation needed. Like we said, uh, Gallagher gone. Gone. You know what I mean? So. 
Uh, that's why I was on there. I was not necessarily on their side, but I was just trying to like, okay, the Matt Riddle thing. All right, I get it. You know, uh, he at least he gave us some type of explanation. You know, even if you agree with it or even if you believe him or not, uh, at least you got something to go off of or to, uh, you know, wrap your mind around. They ain't saying nothing about this Velveteen stuff. And they just trot them out on television like nothing is going on. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. That's one of the problems that people was having. Another thing that I saw uh, with these text messages, and I'm, and I'm not trying to be that guy because I hate that guy when a woman is accusing someone or, or – or, you know, being opening up about something that happened to her or him or who, or if the guy comes out and opens up something happened, why, like, why are you not telling law enforcement? Why? I'm not trying to be that person, but I am trying to figure out why these photos that we see, like what, or not even why, what, what did law, did has law enforcement been contacted? What did law enforcement, and I'm not saying you should, trust me, I'm the last person to try to act like law enforcement going to solve these things and we should go with everything law enforcement says. I understand that completely. Don't 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 get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that uh, that matters when it comes to his accus what he's accused of. It doesn't matter. I'd rather be wrong accusing. Uh, I'd be I'd rather be wrong saying five Velveteen Dream than being the person who is supporting Velveteen Dream in and, these in, with these allegations. And then on on a deeper level, other than just the whole, um, he don't need to be like on your TV or whatever. If somebody's doing that, they're a sexual predator and they need to be incarcerated. Exactly. Exactly. No matter who it is, no matter how good you think he is in the ring or how good his character is, they they deserve it. And like I said, I I told, told you earlier, it could be Legends, The Rock, Stone Cold. If they were accused of these things, it'd probably ruin the way I looked at wrestling. So I can only imagine... Uh, or not even accused. If it was accused and proven too, by the mm-hmm. way, accused and proven, and that's a, and I'm not saying anything needs to be proven or whatever right now, but I, something needs to be said mm-hmm. from either WWE, from either uh, Velveteen himself, himself, uh, or lawyer, police, law, lawyers, and, you know, and not just that we're looking into it stuff, right, or not just know. that I'm investigating. Like that's the only way I can see them not continuing to get backlash. And then the fact that Velveteen Dream won this match over somebody like Finn, you know, who I saw people picking to win the whole thing because mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody even fathomed that Vel- Velveteen would beat him in this situation with mm-hmm. all that we know. Mm-hmm. I-, I get it. I get it all. But let's get into these uh, takeover predictions because I think that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Uh, you know, uh, definitely, though, I think we uh, – hundred percent agree. I'm not trying to walk back what I said yesterday because I did. We did explain to you, or not yesterday, but the other day on the show, uh, we did explain that uh, you know we don't condone any of this, and I do want to repeat that we don't condone any of that. That was just more of a a joke of how things have been done in the past. Like we've never been the people to uh, as like as African American or Black people, we have never been those people that get the benefit of. We're going to give you a lifelines is what I'm right. trying to say. Like you get all these extra lifelines at a, at a place of employment. That doesn't, that's not, that doesn't really, we, we can't relate. Usually right. we're on pins and needles trying to do either whatever it is to not be fired. Or we just like, you know what? They probably gonna fire me anyway. I know black people who, who get good income, a good job. And they still will come home or talk, text me, hit me up. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm ready to leave this job. Like, or, or like, yeah, they probably gonna fire me next week. Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. That's how we talk about work. That don't necessarily mean we're gonna. I know people who've been at job thirty years who complain about it daily. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. is my point. Or mm-hmm. get complained about what happened or whatever. But anyway, that's besides the point. The point I'm making is, is that, you know, uh, that's what we were talking about. It didn't have anything to do with what he was accused of. I don't, I don't think I had to clarify that, but I just wanted to because I don't, uh, you know, I these are, it's a long-form podcast for a reason. I should be able to explain everything, you know, even if somebody was to take a snippet. I just want it to be known that I got proof on audio that of everything I see. Right. So, right. there you go. Let's get into these predictions. So, they assume the kickoff show is going to be a Legardo Del Fantasma versus Brizongo versus Oni and Danny. Definitely probably will be the kickoff show. Um, Who you picking? I'm picking El Legardo. Uh, I was just about to say, yeah. Uh, it, I, I said it earlier uh, when I saw the, the match card, or at least that, that match graphic. Uh yeah, they seem like they would be the picks. They would be the picks to win. Uh, could Brizongo surprise you and pull it off just because of uh? But they've already lost the Imperium. That's my mm-hmm. problem with them. Only looking in Birch, they haven't really been seeming to take them seriously a as a team a for a while. Like yeah, they've been fighting solo. Even though I think we all know that they're still a team, but I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm I, I think that's a safe pick. The only problem is is uh. Uh, the heel versus heel alignment. I don't know how much that would work with Imperium, but they don't, I don't they know. Don't, they don't, don't usually know. care here. Yeah, you know they don't because they just did undisputed era in Imperium. So yeah, and even though I don't know undisputed era and tweener central right now, I Speaking guess. Speaking of undisputed era, um, so. Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. I've never seen Pat McAfee in the ring. I didn't know he was a person until um he started popping up on the TV. That's um, hilarious because I it's just funny because I've known him forever, but yeah. Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam Cole is, uh, ha- is definitely winning. I don't really get care what shenanigans, unless they have some, unless, unless Pat McAfee leaves Retribution or something. I don't think so. And I, I know they haven't even told me NXT hasn't, yet. Yeah. I know they haven't been to NXT yet, but they I'm just got, saying. They got issues with the main uh, roster. You know, exactly. But I'm just saying, that's why I'm saying, I'm trying to give you, like, I need a chaotic finish if if Pat those, is going to win. That's what I'm saying. football players. More than that, because they football players and he got a squad. So like that's that's just four on four. That don't make Adam Cole still should win that. But that's why I say you bring like twenty people out there for retribution or mm-hmm. ten people mm-hmm. and they tear up everything, then it makes sense. But yeah, uh Adam Cole. All right. Eo Shirai versus Dakota Kai. I like how that rhymed. That's adorable. Um I'm gonna go into my old school cool, booking yeah. hat here. Cool. Dakota Kai got the upper hand. EO is going to retain the title. Yeah, I think we both are in agreement there. EO Shirai will retain. Uh, Raquel will definitely get involved. EO will either take her out or we may even get a little miscommunication between the captain, the captain, the the captain of Team Kick, uh, Dakota Kai and uh, Raina. So we'll see. Oh, Raquel. I, I, lo- I just love calling her by her government. Bianca called like her so Raina one time. And I know. Bianca got me. I blame Bianca. She got me just being all disrespectful because I try not to call people by their government because I don't know them like that. Fair. Um, except for Trevor except Lee. For, yeah, except for, yeah. Oh, no. I think I thought that was a gimmick, too. Is that his real it, name? This, this is real name and a gimmick. Oh. Uh, it's different. People like John Cena and Trevor Lee. That's a little different. All right. Um, Speaking of Trevor Lee. Yeah, 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 yeah. NXT North American title match. I'm going to pick 
actually Trevor Lee slash Cameron Grimes. I feel like he's been talking big stuff. He definitely stuff. can sneak his vo- First of all, his involvement in the Finn Balaville team match was a highlight. As soon as I saw Cameron Grimes, I was like, yes, just I love it. I don't care. I do. I, I, I end up hating it because I think, he, end, of course, him and everybody involved cost me in the match. But, <laughs> but yeah, I just love Cameron Grimes. I, I'm with you on the possibility of him winning. Uh, he's actually my second pick uh, because I know he's going to sneak. Uh no, Damien's I mean uh Bronson is third. Damien is definitely my pick. I want Damien Priest to get this belt. First of all, by comparison, first of all, it'll be great. Trevor Trevor getting it, it can, I, that's my second pick for a reason. I will be down for that. He's already cocky. You give him a belt, he's just gonna be unbelievably. Right? He gonna take it. Like cocky. I can see the character development. Like, yeah, I already see the character work. All the reason why I say I really want Damian Priest is because he, that that uh, one reason that back spot against Finn earned this belt for him. I'm gonna keep bringing it up just to remind you because that <laughs> stuff hurts. That hurts. <laughs> I don't care. That's that oh, was no. sick. He took it. He took it like low on the on the the edge. I was like, Mm-mm, you crazy? Yeah, he's, he's wouldn't, sick. Be wouldn't be me. He uh he's grown on me so much though, and I think I think anybody who's been listening to this show for a while now. They definitely can tell. Because the only thing we had to say for a while was just how slimy he was and mm-hmm. how, you know, douchebaggish. That's my guy, though. That is my guy. He's I still, like He's him. still a douchebag. And that's what I'm saying. He hasn't changed anything personality-wise, but that's my guy. Uh, I, lo- I always liked his work in the ring, even, even in Ring of Honor. So, you started uh, calling him by his, his current Yeah, I, I don't even acknowledge that other character. He's oh, Damien. now it's that other character. Yeah, he's Damien. Ah, the Archer of Infamy. <laughs> yes. I love his interest. I love his music. As long as he's doing the, the Archer thing at the ramp, yes. Will it be the Archer of Fummy? Fummy. <laughs> Sorry. All right, last but not least, um, Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross. We didn't talk about that dope... Uh, Entrance or what? What is it called? Hype package. Video package. Hype package. I love the involvement of Metallica's song "Frantic," especially with uh, Killer Cross saying "TikTok" all the time. It went very well with the chorus. The vibes of the whole entire song fit. They 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 did a great job. The video package was great. Yeah. The song was Who great. That's up? probably the first video package that I didn't have a need to skip through. Right. So like yeah. Oh, first of all, I, I told you weeks ago. I'm not picking against Keith Lee. I don't think I ever pick against. Keith Lee for the rest of his wrestling career. So anytime Keith Lee is in a match, unless it's main roster and he's fighting like Roman Reigns or something. What if, uh, it's, what if it's time for him to come over? It depends on the situation, of course. I, I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm kind of lying, but I'm not really lying because I'm going to always be on Keith Lee's side. Keith Lee is my – come on, man. That's my guy. Like, if he was a wrestler, now, I, I live vicariously through, it's Keith Lee. Now, before I we got Keith. on this, this pod, you were like – I'm rooting for Karrion Cross just because of all of the Metallica involvement. So you backtracking on that? I didn't say I was rooting. Yes, you did. I said if they would change his song to Frantic, which I know they won't because they're not going to pay all that money to Metallica <laughs> to get that song WWE licensed or whatever. Uh, that's what I meant. I didn't mean that I would pick him against Keith Lee. Like, come on. First of all, he got way too much going against him. He balled. That's a, that's one that I took that from you. That's a downside from you. Yeah, I don't like him. I took that from you, and he like choking people. Keith Lee, Keith Lee ain't finna let him choke him. Chief, Keith, 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 Keith,
Keith Lee has a very meaty neck. That choke ain't going to That's work. what I'm saying. He's going to have to find a new move. I know he can pick up people and do the suplex. And everybody else act like he did. I'm not going to do these, okay, with you about his beard dust. That's terrible, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm picking Keith Lee, man. Uh, okay. I just don't. It, that's what I mean, though. I think I think the finisher don't really. I don't see him choking Keith Lee out. It's nothing in my mind. That'll be a great way to put him over as such a killer, though. In his first, you know, title match, he choked choked Keith Lee out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be great, but I just don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, we've also haven't seen enough from Carrion. Like he's he beat a couple jobber. He beat. I do think he need to earn um, a little bit more. Tommaso. Yeah, he need to earn a little bit more. I understand it though. He don't, got uh, potential though. Oh yeah, he go. He might. He may win this match. Like while I'm talking about, it, that's just me. Just saying, I don't see it uh, with a little bit of my favoritism view. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, you know, that's my guy. It's Keith All Lee. Right. Um, we don't have any rumors, but we do have a congratulations slash happy slash sad. Happy trails. Right. Um, Renee Young has been rumored or um confirmed depending on where 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 you looking at. If you're looking at Paul Heyman's Instagram, he thinks it's confirmed that she is a gone. Um, but she's she's parting ways with WWE. But it's kind of like a boo too, so it's like. Yeah, because Renee, <laughs> Ren, Renee was has been like with us for so long. Like it's gonna be weird to like not see her anymore. Oh yeah, it's um, definitely. But weird. girl, I'm buying the cookbook. I don't even know if I'm gonna eat some of the stuff that Renee. Renee's so had. cool. You know, everybody's gonna support her in whatever she decides to do in the future, uh, whether a lot, I've already seen a lot of people connecting the dots. She's definitely going to AEW. Sure. Who cares? I mean, I don't have a problem with she it could, either way. She could, she could do so much though. That's the thing. That's the beauty of Renee young and how good she is at her job. She can do whatever she wants. So, uh, you know, congratulations. If, the, if this rumor is real, I don't know, but, uh, I think she's still going to be at SummerSlam. So, uh, let's just enjoy these last few appearances that she may be having with WWE. If that's the case. And also, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, when John left the way he did, it was just hard for me to believe she was going to be that much longer anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't see, and it's not that Delta be treating her differently or whatever it is. And, uh, of course, I think you brought up the COVID stuff. It's a lot of lot of reasons why she possibly be leaving. Yeah, the second time in a row they kind of just, you know, gave her, the third time you want to count unfiltered, they, oh. gave, they, they gave her a platform and they kind of just gave up on it, you know. Yeah, and then. Uh, but. And then they brought Raw Talk back and just decided not to involve her Exactly. Again. Make it about Charlie. And that's I was about to I say Charlie. I was about to say I can tell for a while now they've been starting to focus more on Charlie as the mm-hmm. lead interview person and all that type of stuff. And Kayla is the more in the what the role Charlie used to be in. And they already started to move it. As you can see, McKenzie and the other uh blonde Sarah woman, Sarah, Sarah Schreiber getting more camera time and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh you know, well, with Kathy Kelly gone uh, and all of that, it's uh, it's kind of funny when you think about it. You know, you kind you kind of get used to some of these faces. But right. uh, commentators come and go from WWE all the time, so I'm not gonna make that much of a big deal. But the thing is, I think the reason why it's such a big deal on the internet is because of how good not only yeah. she was at her job, but just how good of a person and how, how cool that Renee Young is. So right, and how 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 much she's done, like. We I we didn't even mention how she got slowly pushed away from the commentary table. Um, and then so 
they kind yeah. of counseled her. Was that four times? Yeah, but she kind of, but she didn't even really. The only reason why I don't really count that one as much is that it's, it was a mutual thing. Yeah, because she, she uh, admitted that it was a, a little bit harder than she originally thought, and it was just uh, a lot of things. It was dip, the three man team kind of messed it up too. Maybe she's mm-hmm. more comfortable in NXT when it was just her and uh, Tom at the time. I remember, or mm-hmm. even when it, it was just more. It used to be two people all the time. Now. Yeah. Getting used to this and getting timing trying right, to get and, and, and we and we know you got you got people in your ear right. while you're trying to. It's, right. it's, it's a tough. It's a tough. It's tougher than it looks. Tougher than it looks. And she's just made for television. That's why I think if she gets an AEW, I can see them giving her a platform right off the jump, doing something. You know what I mean? So, uh, or if she just want to go into just doing things journalism. I saw some people saying she should replace Ellen. Renee Ooh, could do that. She's she that type of. She got. She has that type of charisma. I like Renee that much. And, you know, that's, maybe that's a little bit of wrestling bias, but either way it goes, uh, I wish her the best, and we don't know if anything is official. So uh, either way it goes, I still wish her the best because right. there's been a lot going on this year. So we need we need people doing positive things also, these days. So. I need this cookbook, Renee. Like I saw the pictures and your hand modeling, and I saw the dog paw. It was like, oh, some of that looks pretty good. Might not cook at all, but I definitely need this cookbook. Working out makes you so much vain. I was just, just make you so much more vain. Uh, we got a mirror behind me, and I was just flexing my back, and I was like, "Yeah." All right, I gains. think I think that's the cue to leave. I'm getting these gains. I'm getting these gains. Okay, well, have a good day. Yeah, this, a, this was longer than anticipated by about ten. 11, 12 minutes, depending on how long it takes for him to turn this music on and shut us out. Remember that, kid. That is not. Your lifestyle determines. I hope kids don't listen to this. No, I don't. Everyone needs to listen. Support us. Yeah, please support us. This is a hobby, but still, support us. Adios, you guys. Why did you just tell them hello? They didn't hear you. hit the mic. Say it. She said salute. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Au revoir. I did not say salute. Yeah, au revoir. Adios.